You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello everyone, welcome to the Serbian Corner. Uh, I'm sure a couple of Serbians talk about the Nuggets. And we're back on camera, it's on our traditions now, I start talking before the video ends. Uh, we're on the DMVR YouTube channel, DMVR Nuggets podcast feed. Miroslav is here with me uh, from Panchevo. Uh, from uh, from dark Panchevo, the, the, the evening is already here and you can see a lot of clouds on top of the Nuggets right now, but... Uh, let's try to be positive. Uh, happy Easter, everybody. I hope you're having a great time right now. We are, we are having uh, our Easter in Serbia next Sunday. So this is why we chose to work today. So if we are uh, just ruining your Easter, sorry. <laughs> if not, just just uh, hang, hang, hang out with us for like next 40, 45 minutes. And I hope we'll have a good time. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll try to get have a good time. My name is Voya. I'm uh, I'm coming from, uh, hailing from Lincoln, where it's actually like I think flutters of snow at some point. Uh, it's it's really crazy. We had 85 degrees of Fahrenheit, 30 whatever Celsius during the week, and then a cold front hit. Assuming I'm gonna blame Colorado for it, just because of the rivalry. It's they 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 blew the cold winds here. Uh, but regardless, yo, know, we had the 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 weather matches the mood. <laughs> From the Nuggets game, uh, it was a bit bad. Now I'm looking at Trey Young getting hurt. I don't want to. I want to watch this. I'm gonna turn off the TV. Um, uh, well, yeah, it was it was it was a it was a cra- crappy last night. I guess the the outing that they showed uh, it was kind of funny that they the first time they they played in a away game, I guess, to start the series, uh, something we're not used to, and and it kind of went like a regular three six in any other year would go as as in a uh, a home series like it was a blowout uh so you know usually what this show is we're going to recap the week of nuggets basketball but since we didn't have really a week of nuggets basketball uh it kind of hit that we're doing basically a post game post post game because the guys did one yesterday uh we're going to talk about some main themes from the game uh some quick takeaways there's some uh bad things good things some some shots we're going to take to remedy our soul uh so with that we're going to start with our rakia shots as we usually do uh, so this is a Serbian national alcoholic drink uh, taken before dinner to make a toast. So either in celebration, but also can be taken uh, in moments of sadness. Uh, not not suggested, but also can be taken. So it's usually the quick headline, something that made a strong impression on us, like quickly and strongly. Uh, so from last night's game, what's your first taking first impression? What's your Rakia shot? 
well, good or bad. Well, when we're talking about Rakia shots, first of all, Eric said last night that he didn't want to have any of that weak, bad, plum shit Rakia they had on, in the bar. And I'm like, what? Plum Rakia? That's that's mainstream, man. So you, you cannot call yourself a Rakia guy if you don't take Plum Rakia. So um, I was really disappointed in him, but... We'll we'll uh, we'll get we'll to remedy that. I'm, I'm, so, I'm yeah yeah. I'll, at one point, I have I have a wedding in in Denver at some point in the summer, so I'm driving there. So I'll bring bring a bottle for their bar, uh, some good ones. Hopefully, I can find um, you know get get some get some of that good stuff rolling. Uh, what's your uh, what's about the about the game? What do you what are you drinking first? Yeah, well, one thing that that was really noticeable at the beginning of the game is. Uh, not really high intensity game from Denver's side. If we take a look at the the rotation Michael Malone put out for the for the first playoff game, it was basically the same rotation as in any uh, uh, regular season game. Ten guy rotation, including Bryn Forbes, including Boogie Cousins. No real surprises there. No staggering. All uh, not no pretty staggering, but, no staggering, but pretty much no staggering between the the first and second unit. So that's that's the first part that was quite disappointing, and uh, secondly, also some some uh, uh, problematic stuff uh, regarding uh, uh, rebounding. Rebounding was pretty bad. Uh, the Nuggets uh, fall in, uh, fell into trap of uh, uh, Golden State scheme offensively. And uh, uh, playing Nikola Jokic in in space a lot, so he was taken away from defensive rebounds. That's that's why he only had ten rebounds, and some of those were even when when the result was already over. So really good, uh, really good uh, game preparation from the Golden State side, and not so great game preparation from uh, Nuggets side. I think. Yeah, I feel like it was oddly like just. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Like some, in, that was also like my thing. Just intensity of of it just didn't feel like a playoff game from the from Denver side. It just looked like they showed up for a regular season game at, at the Chase Center, uh, including you know starting from Jokic and, and down. I don't know if it was a, it was like not a, I don't want to say a shell shock, but like kind of a surprise because I think Malone was talking about during the week like how they expect to see, of course, Draymond on Jokic, but double teams and stuff and. Um, that was that was you know, and they they elected to go mostly one on one and do some you know some um, shifting coverages and I don't know if that just surprised them and that surprised Jokic and you know because we talk about always with him is like he wants to pass it he wants to have the team involved and that one on one kind of puts them in that like in in a dilemma in a way of maybe not you know for Towns maybe if it's one on one it's not a dilemma he just says I'm gonna plow through and and I'm just gonna score I don't care. Uh, with Jokic, it's like I really know I need to get my team involved, and so it's like that inner philosophy dilemma: of like, should I just go and like just go through them and score, or sh- or should I even try, or should I really try to get Monte Barton involved and stuff? So that was kind of weird. Yeah, that rotation was was interesting. Like, you know, like to go ten, which is like not a big deal if it's ten. It's just the the way they're going about getting to ten players uh, was at one point like all the five benches were on there, and Steph Curry and like some other starters were on the other side so that's always like weird and i, I don't know i don't know if the nuggets that's why i kind of was disappointed in that way i don't care if they lose 
like I expected him to lose this series. Like it's not nothing like outlandish to say. It's just that how they lose, it's important to me. And just especially like coming, you know, we're Serbians. We know we have that thing of like, you know, you never back down. You like you go down swinging no matter no matter what. And so this kind of looked like, I don't know if they have the luxury to go and like do the, you know, the, the boxing thing of like, oh, you're going to feel each other out in the first couple of rounds. I don't know if they had the, the luxury of falling down 2-0 and then like, yeah, we're going to come back. Like, yeah, felt like they should have just came out swinging and, and 100% immediately. Like, no, yeah, and, no and, and too why, much resting, why, nothing. Why help the opposing coach? Why help Steve Kerr with playing the same the same layouts, the same team layouts on the, on the court all the time. I mean, there is so much data about it. There is so much film about it. Why don't you mix some things up? You've, you've had 10 days uh, after the last yeah. game of the regular season. You had like three, four, five practices in that time. Why didn't you try something something else? I guess they yeah, wanted, yeah. They wanted to, to feel safe. In, in yeah, a way, that's probably true. Like whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever was familiar. You're right because it, it, it might be interesting because you you <laughs> you expected to lose. Like it's a home, you know, it's a home and away series. Like you expect to lose the first two games because you are it's a home field advantage and you go home. You try to win two and and back and forth. It, it almost maybe maybe you know that's the thing is like it's interesting always doing these reactions after one game when when we don't know the full series. So like literally by Tuesday, this can all be a. Oh, you you dumbasses were just talking about nothing, you know, you know, worried about nothing because this is what we had planned. It just right now at this moment we can we kind of have to talk about these like trends that we've seen with Malone before and we've seen throughout the season. Uh, you know, more like playing it safe, playing it level, than even like going for it. And I, I kind of hope that they won't wait more than one more than two games to try to go kind of go for it. Like you know, play Jokic more minutes. Like there's no planning of like oh we want him rested for round two. Like you know, most likely you're 60, like there's no round two, you kind of have to go out. Like I saw, you know, Minnesota yesterday did the similar thing to do the opposite thing, obviously, to Memphis. So like they came out as a seven seed and just was like, we're going to throw, you know, throw intensity, just like, uh, you know, crank it up to 11 and, and see if you guys respond. You're the favorites. We want to put pressure on you. So I like that part of, of the the Minnesota matchup. I wish the Nuggets would have came out like that way too. They kind of came, they were really disciplined and it was like one of those like, oh, we're lucky we're within one. When in reality, like Golden State was turning the ball over, Nuggets had disciplined game. They they should have been up a little more at first so they can weather the storm when Steph Curry comes in when they have all these like three-guard lineups. So that was kind of my like, you know, just the first impression of the game was just like disappointed that they kind of, it was just one of those like chalk it up to like seating and and home field. Um, there was no like no spicing it up <laughs> for this for this specific one. Okay, sh- shall we move move on to to Burek to to go? Yeah, yeah sure, sure, more sure. In deep. Let's do so. Yeah, so Burek is our is our you know our like uh, well our food from home that's kind of juicy and and tasty and uh, it's like a pastry dish. Uh, comes in a lot of like filling forms so we have you know we can talk about a lot of things in this segment it's something that we you know something meaty throughout the week in this case it's in the game so uh start us off like what's your what would be your juiciest thing to to come away from this game besides like this like first impression stuff okay so uh we had real bad really bad game from aaron gordon and we've had a strange game from nikola Jokic. Now, the 
the reason for this strange game, there are a couple of reasons for the strange game here. You cannot say he wasn't aggressive. He put up 25 shots in the game. It's just that he was guarded one-on-one in most of possessions. Some possessions he was doubled, but most of them he was guarded one-on-one either by Kevon Looney or with Draymond Green. And even, I think, even with uh, with uh, Otto Porter at one point, if I don't uh, mistake. And uh, uh, Nikola Jokic was hammered strong on every possession by, by his... Uh, uh, defender and uh, he only got to the line once and it wasn't on a shooting foul at all the Golden State were in the bonus and he got two yeah. free throws two free throws on 25 shots and like two hours before that we've seen Joel Embiid just you know uh, running over people and getting free throws non-stop so this is what you get when you get Scott Foster a special special team of, of uh, referees to save the value uh, the value franchises for the for the playoffs there is something there really because we wouldn't be seeing these games on ABC if it wasn't Golden State you know if yeah. we were playing Memphis Grizzlies that would be NBA TV and nobody <laughs> in in Denver could even see those games I yeah. think altitude is is showing games number two and three and not game number one so it will be a complete blackout in case of uh, Memphis Grizzlies yeah. so very strange game with Nikola Jokic I don't I don't think he gave his best shot honestly he could have been even more assertive he settled for some some uh, uh, turnaround jumpers and actually yeah, yeah. quite quite a few few of them went in so kudos for that he he hit a lot of uh, really hard shots and he missed some bunnies as well 25 shots 25 points not something we're used used yeah, to from him. from yeah, the yeah, mvp yeah. so when you combine that with a very negative game from aaron gordon uh from uh let's say not a very positive game for Monte Morris and uh, you know pretty much non-existent Jeff Green in the starting lineup and you only got Will Barton who was really playing according to the role I think for most of the game and then he actually scored a lot of points in the fourth quarter when everything was done so this is why his box score numbers looks nice 24 points six rebounds five assists that's all Nice and dandy, but yeah. he was well. He, he was well, that's the thing. He, did, he well. did. He did his job, like he, you said. You according yeah. to the role, um, yeah. and, and you can't like this game. You can't blame him on offense. Like he wasn't. You know, he wasn't just chucking up shots and doing too much. When he, you know, you could argue like at some points, like he was the only offense besides Jokic, like actually trying to drive, and he had some some nice like contact. You know. With during contact like layups and stuff, so that was really interesting. You said you know right with Jeff Green, a little timid, Gordon. I mean Gordon non-existent. Like that was just a big deal. Like that's one of those. That's why it's a Burek. Like we we talked you know we talked in, you know before we didn't do the show obviously last week, but um, just he has to have a great series. Like he just has to. Like there's no one else. He's in that like has to be in the held into like the the layer you know the. Tier of 
it needs to step up like Jamal would in, in like the impact way, maybe not like box score way, just like he needs to have this game at some point in control. Like we've talked about how he's ramping up the end of the season and smelling that playoffs and he wanted to do the plane or anything. That that energy needed to like appear. And I just think like that kind of was like the big the big thing of this game is just Warriors were more prepared. They brought it to the Nuggets. And Nuggets were just kind of like, oh crap, this is like we've seen this. It's it's kind of funny, just like it's one of those they've seen this movie before. Like we've seen this movie before during the season in the worst possible way. Like we've seen them lose to you know we talked about this in the Serbian in shows. Like we've seen them lose to six uh, to Phoenix in like a in our shootout. Like we've seen them lose a defensive uh, slugfest and stuff. But we, this is like the most common thing we've seen. It's just them breaking down against good teams in these like specific, specific ways that we knew Golden State can exploit. Uh, someone said in the chat, like the they're running Jokic in defense, they're running him all over the court, like getting him tired, and which affected honestly his offense too. It's just one of those. That's one of those. Um, there's a thing in NFL, you know, when they talk about best defenses against these great quarterbacks and these great offenses is just keep them on the sideline, you know. It, it, you know, basically, this is kind of the that basketball equivalent of that. Just make him like so, work so hard that by the time he gets on offense, like he's already like his mind is buzzing, he's tired. Like he, he then then you beat you know then you beat him up even more. You add you know you mix in a little Scott Foster spice in there with like we're gonna let you get away with some with some fighting. Uh, then all of a sudden those like oh I'm not I'm tired now I gotta like. For five seconds, I kind of battle down low, try to get a hook shot. I'll just shoot this turnaround. It's much easier. Like it's not. I mean, it's not an accident. And B does it too that much because it's just so. It's much easier to just do a, a fadeaway shot than than going like all full strength into a double team, and especially when you're not getting calls. Like it just it, at one point it just wears you down, and that's that kind of that was the the crap part. And again, he wasn't getting helped by the other people on defense. Like even even when he wasn't involved in the in the action the Golden State was running, the guys on the Golden State team were, were were aggressive. They were getting by their defenders, and then would get Jokic on one on one. You know, be like, "Hey, what are you going to do? Are you going to step up, and I'm going to pass it behind you, or I'm going to you know, lay the lay it over you, or put a floater over you?" Um, so that that was kind of yeah, that that kind of sucked. Um, is there anything like positive? I guess we can get from this uh, game? B- before that. I just wanted yeah. to 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 make one more point about the refereeing, uh, the fouls on Jokic. Flo had had a nice comment here that that even Doris Burke was uh, telling about the unfair whistle on ABC on Nikola Jokic. And by the way, Flo, here's the T-shirt. It's wonderful. It's the T-shirt from Denver. <laughs> Flo, Flo sent it to me from France a couple of days ago. It's it's beautiful. Uh, Doris at one point realized that there is some kind of agenda agenda against Jokic in in, in this series because who, who was the who was the play by play guy yesterday? Mark, Mark Jones. Mark Jones literally started the game with yeah, Nikola Jokic is probably the MVP, but we know how big of a liability on defense he is, and we'll probably see how much the the Golden State will try to. To exploit him on defense, and Doris was like, "What? Do you see his hands? Do you see 
two steals yeah. in like first five minutes of the game. What are you talking about? Yeah, that, 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 that is what course, happened because he got on he got on pull, and I remember that that specifically you you texted us at that point too. It's just like he got penetrated a couple of times, and like I think he got one foul, and Looney scored over him a couple of times, and then he commented that like the you know the regular like you know casual middle of the road of like takes of like you know the the play by play guy like oh you're getting exposed you just like the you know the sound bitey uh thing you can say and then doris was like but yeah but he's other he has other uh, impacts and then as soon as she said that he had a couple of steals just they were trying <laughs> to pass it over him he like he, or he actually was a, a pool or staff like kind of wanted to do a, a pick and roll and you know could just like slap the ball away you know threw it ahead uh for like a layup or something and it was just, and then he obviously that thing quieted down for a little bit until it like started back up, and and that's one of those things. Just like it's so annoying getting in that discussion of like, yes, you you always like the context of of your conversation can always go whenever you you know how you want it presented. Like it's just the responsibility of people presenting it, especially they're them that they're getting paid to present it. Is you should be having a responsibility to objectively talk about this. Like yes, you can. You can say like these these specific like deficiencies that Jokic has are bad. It's just that it's not all bad. Same thing is in you know offense. Like his offense, obviously, he's like he's one of the more perfect players. But not, a, not not nobody's perfect. Like even his offense has imperfections at some point. But you know, obviously, they're not trying to attack that because that's basically impenetrable. But defense is like oh, it's just easy to see. Like oh, see, he didn't block the shot. Like that he means this bad. You know, he's a bad defender. Like they scored over him, and it's like. Game is more complex than that. It's you simple are literally, in one way, but yeah, you're literally covering the first game of a series where you have the reigning MVP and probably the back-to-back MVP, and you start by trashing the best guy on the team, you know, yeah. who is who is missing his two main guys next to him. So, what are you going to speak about for the rest of the game if you start? Yeah, it's just so weird. I mean, it's so weird. Like you lower. I don't. I mean, I don't know what the point of it is. Like, why? I would really want to ask them. Like, not even just to be like official. And just, I would really want to know. Like, why? Like, what's the point of this? Like, I understand you want to be like, you know, you're guarding this legacy of basketball and these MVP clubs are exclusive and stuff. It's like, but what's the what's what's your end game here? Like, why you want to prove to these like people? That, you know, it's one of those a contrarian thing. Like, okay, so you want to be right or you want to say like oh i'm not i'm not like the majority i'm like much smarter than that i see the real picture like we have this and it's not about just basketball it's just so weird in this like time right now i mean it's probably was that was probably always just that with twitter and all these media social media you we can see that more clearly with like the the large amount of people it's just like people like to so so it's like oh everyone likes this movie oh i'm gonna like be i'm gonna say it's not good because I just want, you know, I think I'm smarter than you. Like I'm not the majority. I'm, I'm, I stick out. I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, snowflake type. Yeah. Like I'm unique. And it's like, okay, so because majority of like, yeah, Jokic is good. So I'm gonna be like, no, no, no he's not actually good. I'm gonna tell you why. Like, but it's just so weird that also translated to these like big outlets, and it's just like people are within. Like you have these like smart people that are educated and well thought out arguments that they present. And you have these guys who are just like yelling before the game, or like just not even you know it's like Stephen A. Smith, Bill Bonds, and stuff like they're they're supposed to be these respected journalists, and you have these comments of like at least make an argument, like just to try a little harder. Like it's so weird, and, and we always you know veer into this conversation, especially we'll have the Eurotake file of like what's the worst 
thing that came out of yesterday. Oh yeah, we can we can honestly switch to yeah. that. We can come back to some of the game stuff. Um, it, it's that discourse about Jokic, and like I don't know how much guys talked about it yesterday. Uh, I I didn't I didn't actually catch the the post game. I'm, I'm gonna do it today. Like I was, it was one of those I had to, I needed some sleep after after that game and just didn't want to even like relive it. Um, I, I don't. It's it's like it, it, again. Like I didn't understand it when when Steph was was ahead. Like when he was a two time MVP and coming up. When Giannis was coming up, like obviously you know with LeBron too, he was always celebrated and all because he's he's one of those like he's in that group, but he's also always been that large that like he's he'd had half and half like he would have haters, but a lot of like people that love him. It's just that with the Gian, Gian, with Giannis and Steph, like they were they were beloved by these pockets of community, and then like you have these haters that are so loud, and it's like again we have a distorted image of Twitter and and everything is like we don't actually know what the consensus is like general consensus but it's just that these people that it's their job to follow basketball are suddenly like coming out of woodwork and like ha see we told you like he sucks it's like first of all first game of the series second of all mvp is a regular season award like no one is going to tell you if you want to pick Durant for the playoffs or Giannis for the playoffs but again you didn't even want to pick Giannis a couple of years ago until like up until June last year, you were saying how he's a one-dimensional player that's easy to defend in the playoffs and throwing these like think pieces out until he won, and all of a sudden, then he's a top fifteen. So it's very interesting. Like, I don't. What do you think? Why? Like, do you have any theories of why is that a thing? Like, is that a human nature or? I I think it's just you know money, phobia man. or like what is it like? I think it's just money because you know it 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 brings you clicks if you're controversial. You know, yeah, fair. If if you hate if you if you do something that doesn't sounds like a hate tweet, but it actually is, then you will get a lot of responses from oh, all, all around. You know, I've I've made a couple of experiments to be honest on Twitter <laughs> just to see just to see if I get a bit edgy, what will happen and and the and the, um, the excitement ab- about yeah. those just 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 are <laughs> over the top. So if you're doing the right thing every time, if you're Zach Lowe and you say the, the reasonable thing every time around, then you know you will have to, to stick with the basketball nerds that actually love the game and, yeah. and uh, listen to you because of your takes and not because you are uh, holding somebody's uh, fourth for the MVP or whatever. But if yeah. you really want, guys, if you really want this not to be the regular season award, just make the voting after the playoffs and yeah, not before like, the playoffs. The what, what the fuck are we talking about? That, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, maybe it will change one at, at some point. I don't think so because the NBA is very traditional in that way. I mean, it but shouldn't. I mean, it's most valuable player. Like, still, we're not talking about... You have five you months of regular yeah, season yeah. that needs to get some validation out of it. If you remove that as well, why do you have 82 games? Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, except for the money that, that the owners are getting. Yeah, it's very, it's very, it's it's so weird. That's what I mean. It's so strange to me. And I'm still like always struggling to, because I'm also like new to Twitter and new to this, like, you know, the community online with, I sometimes I go into these comments and I, I don't understand what 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 is this con- what are these conversations like why 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 are you watch- like sometimes I ask like I ask myself like why are these people watching games like this doesn't seem like 
or we love basketball, we want a debate of like, oh, who would you have in a situation of like, let's say you have uh, these defenders again, you know, these historical defenders, and you have Jokic trying to figure them out, and then you have the, the Embiid's physical dominance. Like, who would you have in that situation? Like, why would you like those kind of like fun, fun debates of like why someone is good? Like, I understand those. But it just to be like, oh, yeah, Jokic better and be better, like in ratio and all these like I, I don't like it's not a conversation to me. It's and these you know, I had I had the Twitter co-founder on my on my uh, graduation ceremony. He would he was speaking and he had this idea of he was saying how he had this idea of like exchanging ideas without any intermediaries, without sense, basically without censorship, as in, you know, you have an idea of something you know, throughout the world and you just throw it out there and it's easily accessible. But then, then he kind of felt defeated, you know, he sounded defeated as in like, well, as, as humans tend to do, it kind of evolves into something else. And that's what kind of is just like, there's no real conversation. I, I was, I was a part of this, like tagged within this tweet yesterday. I was like, I couldn't believe what I was reading is like Vic, Vic Lombardi posted a, uh, a thing about, you know, carrying the ball and how it evolved within years of, ref stopped calling it it's not the classical just like tapping the ball it's like jordan pool had a you know had a had a move that basically was carrying the ball and and we kind of i and i respond of like i'm not sure that is uh, you know that it's technically carrying if the if the hand is not underneath and stuff and so we had a nice exchange like basically like hey, maybe it is maybe it's not like what we think and then some guy just was like no it's not a weird example this we didn't lose because of um we didn't lose because of this. We lost already by 20 points. So they started getting into this like discussion, which basically is just because of this wall of social media. I don't think either of them were like on the same page of what they were fighting about or if they were fighting about it all. And I'm just sitting there like getting tagged into these. And I don't, I'm, I don't understand the whole the, the whole conversation. And Dan's on being like, Russ is going to win Broncos the championship. And I'm like, I, don't, I guess I don't, just don't get Twitter. And going into like the Jokic trending and, and like the conversation with these like official news people like just couldn't wait to be like, Oh, see, Jokic Jokic bad. Like he see he's terrible. I was like, Okay, but but he's not. And he does like yes, <laughs> like he was bad in this game or like the game didn't turn out as you would think. So what would have happened if he scored fifteen points and they won the game? Like I, it's one of the, I just would, would like to know like next example, like next game maybe he scores twenty, ten and ten and just plays like 25 minutes because of foul trouble, but the other guys step up in place. So now it's going to be like, oh, he actually has help and he's not terrible. Like it's so, I'm so confused. Like try help, help me like settle this. Like why, you know, you guys in the chat too. Like, I don't understand. Maybe I'm old. Like as Flo says, uh, <laughs> it's, it's so strange. Like, I don't get it. Hey, hey man, it's not TikTok. I mean, you're TikTok old. You're not Twitter old yet. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> It's, yeah, well, it, what do you think about that discourse? I don't know. It's insanity. It's insanity. Why? I, I, uh, the, the funniest thing about it, you have guys working on, on the national TV that are official media partners of the NBA, and these people are trashing the game nonstop. Yeah, yeah. Saying how, how much better the old game used to be than it is now, how soft it is now, or whatever. And then... I mean, you, you really need to celebrate the top talent in the world. There is no uh, question about if the NBA of today is the most talented ever or not because you have the worldwide 
talent right now did uh, methods of training and uh, bodybuilding yeah. and everything is so much higher in medicine science so much higher than it ever was there's no no way that these athletes are not the best ever and now you're trying to say okay but because i cannot just punch you in the face while you're trying to dunk this is this is why you're softer than than what we used to be so so uh. I mean, you 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 get money talking about the sport, and you kind of hate it. I don't get it. I don't get well, it. The thing is, so that's that. So that's that. That's like a dilemma that, like, I don't know if I'm, you know, we're talking you through, and I don't know if I'm coming up to realization now or or just it was always there. So the problem is there too is like you see these like toxicities coming out of ESPN and like these competitive, and it's almost and you know translates into Twitter and and bloggers and everything. It's just that. I don't. Th I think a lot of these people like to be right, and I think obviously because that you know, if you've called something out before, that means you have that on your resume of like, oh, I, I was, I knew enough to like recognize this player being good or bad, and I was on the right side of history in that situation, and and that's kind of the the weird thing is like translates what, what Adam was talking about Durant and Giannis and Jokic not caring about the public image type. It's kind of similar here, just like I think. Within honestly, even within the ESPN, there's probably like camps of like, oh, these are Jokic lovers, and these are like, and I and I like Embiid, so I'm gonna because I can tr I can say like Jokic is bad, which means that it means Embiid's better. Then I can actually say I'm better than this reporter or like this analyst, uh, actually. So that that's what so uh, maybe that's what the, that's what they're in heads. That's what they're saying. Like so, if Nate Duncan, sh you know, trashes on Jokic, in that does it, does in that head you know, justify that he's also actually better than Adam and like better, better than like, you know, Zach Lowe, because he actually called it this, he's terrible on, and he can't win with him. Uh, and you guys say he, you can win with him. So I'm right. And me, which means like, I'm better than you in that perspective. Like he's not only competing against, like, he's not only just like watching the game and seeing like, Oh, he's better. Actually believes one is better than the other. He's also like competing against his peers and be like, if I say this and you say the other thing, I'm rooting for my opinion to be right. And then it evolves into this like vitriol of like, I'm just so now I'm just watching the game to actually, you know, kind of like fantasy thing. Of, like I want this player to win not because I like it, how it is just is on my team and I'm going to trash this other guy. He sucks because he's on another guy's team. Kind of, kind of, you like, know, which is a weird like concept to, to think about when watching like a children's game. Nate Duncan is an interesting example you know, he's a very famous guy, but he was the one who said that Jokic will never be an NBA player when he first came to the NBA. And now he feels like he needs to double down yeah. and just trash him in every uh, possible way just to to explain why he had those takes before. Come on, man. You yeah, that's the, wrong. Is, that's the thing. It's that not it's science. Weird. It's just like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's not, not a big science. deal if you say I'm wrong. Like, yes, I'm wrong. I mean, even... I, you know, I, I can do experiments in the lab like I do. And sometimes you go in an avenue of like, hey, we're wrong. This doesn't work like this. We try this thing. We try to deposit these films, make this like a trying device. That avenue didn't work. We're going to backtrack, go the other direction, see what that works. Like, and especially with like Dave DeFore has a thing of like, he's like, it's art, not science about, about basketball. And even in science, you can be wrong. Like it's not, and it's not obviously like a terrible thing when you're doing research and this basketball is like you are presented with these variables these guys that are on the court as young kids and you don't know exactly what that'll 
what those will cook into, like what, you know, what, what some of the stuff that that's in them will, will turn into. And it's fine if you say I'm wrong. Like, you know, it, that's the funny thing is like the history of NBA is littered with, with people being wrong. Like Michael Jordan was the number three pick for God's sakes. And, and it's fine. People survived like careers survived. It's, it's all good. Like we still watch the game and we still love these players. And, and I don't know it, it, that that's just, that was one of the, the worst things from yesterday. Like, considering we lost by 20 like i just i was just confused by the whole the whole talk like you know maybe maybe i just should just give up and not even like engage in it at some point but you know because i'm new to it i'm kind of always like going through this app and trying to figure it out but i don't think i will ever ever will listen after all that bullshit after all those uh, uh, toxic things the best thing we can do is have a little yeah, in a exactly. Let, about it. Exactly. Let's let's see now how we can inat through this and see how we can get that game number two because Serbs will never just fall down and Fold, yeah, there's no folding. Like you know, yeah, I don't care if it's a sweep. At least it has to be a fighting sweep. That's it has right. to be a, a and that's maybe that's might be a cultural thing too. It's like some. Because I've 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 seen like comments like why well, didn't they shouldn't have even tried this year and just should have just tanked and and who cares you know if they're gonna get swept in the first round like no no no, no. this is always better like screw tanking and losing on purpose like fight to to the best of your abilities to the bitter end so what do you, what's your first things to change what's what's the inats for net for the game two okay first thing to show first. some you know. <laughs> so between game number two again game number three that will happen in Denver. We will have a three days rest, so two full days of rest, and on third on third day they will play. So, no need to cut down Jokic minutes. I want him to play 40, 40 minutes in this game, if if needed, forty two minutes in this game. Yeah, I've game heard two. Some, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. In game two, in game two, because yeah. I've heard some comments that Nuggets are out of gas. What? They've had ten days of rest. They were not out of gas because. They don't have it. It's just that they need to push up the intensity. They need to see that every moment on the court counts because the Nuggets cannot afford to let the Golden State grab a 10-point lead because they don't have the firepower to get back then. It's really, really hard for them. They need to to grab the the this game by the... What's the word? <laughs> I don't want to say anything bad. <laughs> uh, they need to 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 grab on the on the on the Golden State Warriors at all times and keep it close and and hopefully get a lead before the start of fourth quarter and then let let uh, Golden State have a little bit of uh, uh, doubting in themselves in in the fourth quarter and let those shots start clanking instead of. Instead of swishing, yeah, we have some suggestions by the horns or by the balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanted to say the second thing, and I said, uh, "Come on!" I, I was swearing too much. I mean, already. Mike, Mike, Michael Malone was saying that in press conferences, so like he was yeah. using bones, bones and balls all the time. So we're, I think we're good. But yeah, like I, I, I agree there. Like we need basically just up intensity, like Jokic minutes. Um, everyone else around him too is just like we've seen him last year in the. Uh, in in against the you know in the Portland series of being like we fight and it's I don't I don't, well, I don't know if it's the if they just feel like because this does remind us of the Phoenix series of just like this we're defeated 
and it looked like they were out of gas there. But at least they had six games against Portland. It looked like you know they, they had a bunch of you know, they, they had reasons to be out of gas. This is like ten days for professional athletes is a lot of time to recover. Like they have that's what they're professional athletes like. They have good recovery time in these things, and of course, like it's residual from the whole season. But I, it lo- just looked like they were tape temp, you know, like they were. Um, Maybe they're keeping it for, you know, be like, oh, we will see how this works in this game. It's seven-game series. Then we go in the second game, maybe up to intensity. We have three-day break, go home, and then we can, you know, then we can, if we steal one game. So who knows? That's the thing is, like, it's kind of funny. To, we mentioned this. We talked about this before. Like, it's funny talking about this post-game one out of, like, a big series. Uh, but in, a, in, a, in like, Austin Rivers, wouldn't even be shocked to try to get Barton on the bench, Austin in the especially if they put Curry in the starting lineup. And if they put three guards in the starting lineup, then put Rivers and Barton and Morris in there. Just try try some things. Um yeah, that more like that more intensity of just get as far as I'm concerned, get everything out there on the defensive end. And then Neil Kitchell can carry some you know, most of the offense. Spend your energy, like cause there's no none of that, like, oh, I, I'll save my energy on defense. So I can actually play on offense. Like screw that. Like you shell out on defense and try to win it that way. Because otherwise, it's just gonna. You know, they already have a good defense anyway. So you, you're not gonna get that much worse. Uh, who's One your, more thought. Yeah. One more your... thought. Mike Malone can use this game and let Nikola Jokic coach it. How I mean <laughs> this? Let him be the coach on the court and use your timeouts only for resting Nikola. So let him, you know, rest for a couple of times in the second and fourth quarter, maybe three times in the fourth quarter in your timeouts and just let him coach the game there and you can get those 44 minutes. Uh, I'm, I'm already upping it to 44 minutes. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're going. This, hey, is, just, this, is a, this is a hot hot take. I mean, I don't know what you mean by coaching. I guess on offense, like read and react kind of stuff, like just throw out the plays. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. that's what I mean. But, but I think I mean, they, already, don't, I think they don't, kind don't of use, do that already. Yeah, I just want to say, don't waste your timeouts screaming on your players. Oh, that's what you mean. Use the timeouts solely <laughs> for the purpose yeah, of resting yeah. Nikola Jokic. You know, okay, just, so I, just I, have I, trust um, in your guys. Okay, so that's different. I, I yeah. that's a different thing. I, I mean, yeah, you might be right because you know, do it at like if there's a TV timeout or something, and you collapse them together. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get it because they they do that like uh, in college. Sometimes they call it, you know, they sub out a player. Right before a TV timeout, it kind of expands. Maybe that too. Just do like mini subs with, yeah, with especially with the... fourth quarter. Those timeouts in fourth quarters like are like ten minutes yeah, long. long so just <laughs> just, yeah. just let them have it. Let them have it and play the the whole fourth quarter. That's interesting. I, I, I kind of want to see like for as far as the other stuff uh, for game for for uh, the next game is like I, you know they they tried small ball against Memphis at one point. It was Gordon and Jeff. So and there's a lot of they played a lot of minutes all of them. So I'd want to see try to see that too. Like Boogie is as fine as he was. Like if if he's gonna get ejected and and like we're not controlling rebounds anyway, might as well try running around and like mixing it up in that direction. Uh, maybe like if Gordon's not hitting shots, uh, putting Jamichael Green in there. Like he he shot a you know he made a three yesterday. Just have someone. A little more credible threat. He's been, a, you know, in a good role, and then have Gordon with the bench, like being the basically a de facto center. Just have him roll to the rim like hard, you know, get him the ball inside, like try to, you know, try to do that. 
So just exactly, you know, basically just fight, like fight harder. Uh, and, you know, freak, you know, if, if you beat him up, like, you know, just not in like, obviously not in like injuring way, just make it physical. They're guards. Like they shoot a make lot. Them you, you. Make yeah, them feel make, you. Make them feel you. Yeah. Make, yeah. Make them, yeah. Make them feel like you're there because like how they were shooting, it just didn't have any pressure. Like Jordan Poole, first game, first time, first playoff game, he shouldn't have been like that. Like they, there's no way they should have let him get that comfortable. And so obviously credit to him and he's a great player. It's just that he's also an experience. Like it should have been more like kind of what they did to, to uh, bones, to bones. Like it was a little more uncomfortable out there with Gary Payton chasing him around and forcing him into these like more quicker shots and like quicker decision-making. So that kind of stuff. I know personnel is, is slim. Like that's again, we go back to man, if Devon Reed was playing, uh, just another body on the guard, like on guarding, you know, guarding people. But now, you know, we they cooked their own, they made their own beds on the line. It Golden State State has their their three guard lineup that is really deadly, and yeah. I would yeah. I would try to counter that with four guards, uh, three of them playing at all times. So just switching them, you know, resting one guy and upping the intensity on the other three guys. So you have Monte, oh, you have man. Bones, you have Rivers. And you have yeah, Barton, Barton and yeah, try yeah, yeah. to put three freshest guys on those three because you're not really gonna guard them anyway, but make make them work more on the defensive side and hopefully that will make their yeah. their shots a bit. Because that was that was also could be like one of those things for Gordon, like he was chasing around these small guards around, and then he has to be a shooter on the other end. Like it's just not doesn't fit. Um, right. So yeah, it's kind of a shitty matchup there like again like we talked about maybe liking golden state more as a matchup because if curry doesn't play then you have it's a different story completely and now dallas and turns out like you take a lucked out with the with the dallas injury and luca so um yeah so we'll see i mean that's basically have we you know the segment is you know uh you know we want you want we want him to show some more enot and and not go gently into the night. Just just fight it out. And it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not going to be disappointed even if they lose all three of the next games by 10 points. Just show some, some like, muscle and some, you know, level of change and try something different and, and like, be defiant in that defeat at least. Like, don't 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 make it look like you rolled over. <laughs> like, that's kind of what I hope to, hope to see. So we'll see. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much it for this for this week. This is kind of, you know, we were trying out this like technically turned out to be a post game. We hope it's going to be next time. It's going to be just a full week, so we can talk about some more games at once. And you know, we you you guys have Adam and the guys going into more nitty gritty of of basketball and and just this specific thing. This kind of from our perspective, what we what we saw and what you know, I'm pretty sure like Dana was 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 something you couldn't see couldn't hear from last night. So. Uh, that's pretty much it. Thank you for watching, and and we'll see you next week. And follow follow us on all the all the social media. Uh, tag me if you have a Twitter. You know, explaining Twitter for me. If there's like an exchange that explains Twitter, I, I doubt it. Uh, basically, just be kind out there and uh, and have fun with basketball. I guess enjoy watching basketball and and don't like go out there and like when a beat has a five or fifteen game like trashing him. It doesn't help the the Jokic case any, anymore. Yeah. Have, have a great Easter day, everybody, and yep, pretend exactly. tomorrow Easter. at work that you're actually working and not thinking about, about the game, the and <laughs> hopefully everything will be well. Yep, exactly. Idemonagitsi. Idemonagitsi.